Welcome to the Mind to Muscle podcast, where we focus on exercising our minds and our muscles. I'm your host and sweaty mama, Jennifer Loganville, and my goal is to empower you to live each and every day stronger than yesterday. Being the strongest in the room isn't only about your physical fitness, but your confidence and mindset. Here, I'm your biggest cheerleader as we learn how important it is to put your mind to muscle even before picking up the weight. Otherwise, what are you doing? Grab your water and get set up. We're starting in three, two, one, let's go. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I am going to talk about strength training myths. I'm going to debunk the common misconceptions around weightlifting. Before we dive into the myths, I'm going to set the stage. Strength training is not just about building muscle. It's a holistic approach to health that benefits your mind, body, soul, literally everything. I've been lifting weights for 15 years, over 15 years now, and I am here to tell you that it will literally change your life. This is why I started JGFG, to change your life, change your body, change your mind, completely transform your body composition with some dumbbells. So first up, the classic myth. Lifting weights makes women bulky. The truth is, that is false, as you probably know. Women have lower levels of testosterone than men, making it physiologically challenging to achieve the bulky physique that you think. When you think of bulky women, you're thinking of power lifting. You're thinking of women who are stepping on stage for a competition. Likely, they have some, not all, but some of them have taken supplements of testosterone to help achieve that bulky fate. Like, look, physique, and that is okay too. So whatever you want to do to each their own. I look at women who do those body competitions and those physique competitions and have that physique that is a little more bulky. And I'm like, kudos to you because that's a lot of hard work, time, consistency, years of training to look like that. So I. Look at them in admiration of, wow, do I personally want to look like that? No, and that's okay. You have to decide what you want to look like. I am not training to step on a stage. I am training to feel sexy in my own skin, feel strong, to look good in any kind of clothing that I wear, feel confident, to be a strong mom, to be able to get out and do anything I want to do with my kids. That's what I'm training for. I'm training for life training for me. And so you have to decide what you're after. But lifting weights, drinking a protein shake post-workout is not going to make you bulky, make you fat, make you gain weight. It's going to make you gain muscle and you're going to completely change your body composition. So it's going to promote lean, strong, sculpted look, not the bulk. Promise you, I've been chasing it and doing this for over 15 years. I promise. And what made me even want to record this podcast is I've had some new members whose husbands see them drinking their post-workout isolate protein shake. And they're like, you know, that's going to make you fat and bulky and look like a man. No, sir. No, it's not. You should pick up some weights and try it yourself. It's not going to. 
But your results as a man is going to look completely different than your woman and your wife or whoever's results. So, before you give unsolicited advice, make sure you are educated in that department and you know the truths, not the myths. Myth number two, cardio is more effective for weight loss. Next. Just kidding. That is, cardio is more effective for weight loss. While cardio does burn calories during the workout, that is when it stops. Your cardio will burn your calories right then and there. And then the minute you step off or you stop doing that cardio is when your calories burn ends. Strength training boosts your metabolism, leading to more calories burned at rest. Powerful combination for weight loss. Yes, together the tools can be amazing. Say, let's set the table here. You have 80 pounds you want to lose by the end of the year. Well, we're January now, and you want to lose that? You totally can, but you're going to have to put in a lot of hard work. You're going to need to do my workouts with weight training because that's what they are Monday through Friday. And then you're going to need to add some of the bonuses or do some cardio on the side along with your following your macros, consistency, and you're going to show up every single day no matter your mood, no matter the conditions, if that's your goal. So adding cardio is great, but you need to tell me, especially if you're a member and we have figured your macros, you need to tell me if you're implementing cardio because it's going to completely change how I'm figuring your macros. Because if you're under eating and you're overworking, now you're not going to see any changes because you're just burning the muscle that you're trying to gain. You're in this vicious cycle. So cardio is a great tool, but it is not the only tool that you should be using to change your body, lose body weight, any of it. You should be doing both. You should be lifting weights. And if you want a big change, you should do cardio with it to add to get those extra results. I will be honest, I do not do cardio. I have not done cardio in years. I will record a cardio bonus for my cardio girls who love it. And I love it in that moment. But to do it daily, weekly, I don't do it. I walk on my treadmill. I walk a mile a day. Maybe I'll jog a little bit here and there in the warm time of the summer. But that's about all I get. And my body fat's pretty lean. And it's because I've, I lift heavy. I lift pretty heavy. I lift six days a week and I follow my macros, but I don't do cardio only in the spring and summer. And that's just to kind of tighten things up and get that body fat maybe a little lower for those seasons. But I'm not a cardio girl. It's just not in me. And so that's just me telling you that you don't only need cardio to lose body fat. And there you have it. Myth number three, weightlifting stunts growth for teens. Listen up. This myth, um, weightlifting does not stunt growth. It's, it's not medical advice by any means. In fact, I'm just here to tell you what I've researched and what I've found. It can enhance bone density and support proper growth. Of course, as an adult, you should be watching your kids, your teenagers, whatever, 
for proper form, proper supervision on form, what they're lifting. They shouldn't be powerlifting by any means at this age, but you are building this foundation as teenagers who are in puberty. You know, you're building, you're helping them change their life and their body composition so they don't have to think and set up this vicious cycle for dieting for life. You're teaching them great foundation skills. So then maybe exercise weightlifting is just part of their day versus trying to establish this routine and this lifestyle in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Make it now. So then it's it's a norm. Like we brush our teeth, we work out. It's the same thing. It's the same importance because it truly is. Now, below teen years, I don't think weightlifting needs to be consistent. I think it needs to be more body weight. And I think those sort of workouts of using maybe a one-pound dumbbell or some some kettlebells, light, but more body weight is really more important because we're working on agility and we're working on balance and strength and coordination and life skills. Like they need to know how to do this. And so start them young and make it age appropriate. You'll know if your teenager is ready to lift weights or not. You'll know. It's a maturity. It is a growth. It is an interest. But if your teen, 15-year-old son, daughter is like, mom, can I work out with you? Yeah. Yeah, you can. And encourage it. But hey, mom, I'm going to grab the 50s for chest press. No, you're going to start with the 15s and we're going to go up from there and we're going to see how it goes. It's the same way I would treat a person who's a brand new day oneer. I would treat it the same way. You just have to listen to your body and be smart with it. Myth number four. You should lift weights for toning. One of my biggest pet peeves are out there. Is, hey, I'm just looking to tone up. Is this program, does this program work for me? Girlfriend, we are going to tone you, yes, 100%. But Many believe that lifting weights for high reps is the secret to get tone. And people think, men specifically, are like, oh, that's just girl workouts. We're just lifting fives for 100 reps. False. That is not JGFG. We are not doing it. Today, I max 35s, 40s for shoulder press for four to six reps. And I encourage my members to do the same. Find your max weight, rep it good form only, for your reps. See what you have till failure. Then drop your weight and go down. I treat my members, my workouts, the same way I trained in the gym. It's not foo-foo dancing around with one-pound dumbbells. I'm not here for that. I don't have time for that. It's not going to get you any results. We're not going to just get tone for that. You're here to lift weights. We are mixing heavy, moderate, and light weights Combined with proper nutrition, you're going to look defined and sculpted. You're going to be better than toned. You're going to have a sculpted, sexy body in clothes and out of clothes. That's the goal. We're not here to be skinny fat with some tone. You're going to look hot. Yes, ma'am. All right, number five. You can spot reduce fat. Hey, Jen, I have some love handles I want to work on. What moves can I do for that? I get that question all the time. Here's my answer. We cannot spot reduce fat. We can 
work that area of that muscle more and we can lift heavier on specific days. Or I can suggest a routine for you where we are doing maybe that muscle group twice a week and give you suggestions on weights to use in proper form. But I can't help you spot train because that's not going to happen. And again, we have to combine proper nutrition and weights that are challenging you with good form. That is where we can work on changing your body composition, not spot reduce fat. Big difference there. And it's not just in one spot. Your body, you don't get to choose. In the perfect world, we're like, okay, take the fat off my stomach and put it to my butt. I would love, love, love that. However, we all hold fat in different spots. In some's in our arms, some's in our our boobs, some's in our belly and our hips, all the things. I would love to fill that area and grab the fat from my stomach and put it in my hip dips. But girl, that's never going to happen. Those hip dips are there for life. And I have to embrace them. And I can try to work every glute exercise to make them less noticeable. And it's just never going to happen because that is how God made my body. And I have to embrace it. And I have to love it. And I think you should do the same thing. We have to stop focusing on what we don't love and really focus on what we do. And you cannot spot reduce fat. You will lose fat wherever your body wants you to. You can, however, change your body composition by growing a specific muscle group. And that comes with a lot of work. And it is so worth it if you put it in. Number six, strength training is only for the young ones. Hey, Jen. I get this one a lot, and I love this one. Hey, Jen, I'm 60-plus age group. Will this work for me? Yeah, it absolutely 1,000% will. I have members ages 18 to 82 years old. Right now, my oldest gal is 82. She's online only. She checks in with me. She uses her little five-pound dumbbells, and she is thriving. She told me she was um, had osteoporosis and all these health issues, and I'm a nurse also. And so we dove into it, and we talked about it, and I was like, give me, give me a year. Give me one year. She went back for her scans. She went back for her labs a year later, and her doctor is blown away blown away on her bone health and her muscle strength and growth. And she's in her early 80s. I love her. She's amazing. And I get this of all ages. You know, 35 is when our hormones start changing tremendously. Not everyone, some, but the average. And from 35 to, I don't know, 59 is whenever I get a lot of the good feedback on. I was starting to show signs of osteoporosis and my bone density scan completely changed when I had my last DEXA scan. My cholesterol levels are lower and I got to, my doctor took me off of my cholesterol meds. My blood pressure is normal. My doctor took me off my blood pressure meds. My thyroid meds got decreased by my doctor. My favorite testimonials are those and that's the nurse in me i love them myth number seven you shouldn't lift when pregnant 
I lifted every single pregnancy and every single pregnancy looks different and I will stand behind it. Movement is medicine. However, pregnancy is a phase and a season of life and you have to listen to your doctor. If you have placenta previa, you should not be working out. If you have a list of health issues while you are pregnant and your OBGYN is telling you not to work out, then that is what you got to do. It is just a season. And when you are having that baby to get that healthy baby here, and when you're done and recovered, you can work out all you want. But to make sure you and baby are healthy and safe, you have to listen to your doctor. There was a season where my I had placenta previa with Reed, and I wasn't able to work out. And I listened, and that was very, very hard, but I kept telling myself, it is only a season. And then I worked out two workouts a day the whole entire time I was pregnant with Ava until I had her. And the same for Addie. And so every pregnancy is different, wildly different. And so 100% listen to your doctor, listen to your body. Strength training can be so safe and beneficial during pregnancy, but you have to do it right. You have to be safe. You have to listen to your body and your doctor. If you're approved to do so, I highly encourage it with your doctor's approval, but it will help with your labor. It will help with your recovery. But again, it's birth by birth. It is pregnancy by pregnancy. It is completely different. So my advice there is not that you shouldn't. It is completely pregnancy by pregnancy. Whatever your doctor gives you approval for, listen to that one. Okay, number eight for me, weightlifting slows you down, makes you heavy. Running is the only thing for you. That is not true. Incorporating strength training into your routine. I have so many runners who will message me and they're like, hey, Jim, heard about your program from my friend. I'm an avid runner. I run X amount of miles per day, thousands of miles in a year. And hats off. I wish I could be a runner. I genuinely wish. I I have no desire to. But my runners will implement my workouts. Some of them, I have so many, hundreds of like avid runners, and they needed to implement some sort of strength training. And they added my program to what they were doing. And we figured their macros. And they are like, my runs are completely different. And I'm stronger. My legs are so much stronger. My knee pain has decreased. And so, no, weightlifting does not slow you down. It actually will help protect my runners and make you faster and stronger. So, that is a huge myth. Do not ever think that weightlifting will slow you down on the running if you're a runner. And that's specifically to those members. I would love to hear testimonials on that. Um, sharing with others because how they have improved your bones, your knees, your overall core strength, your agility with my workouts. I love, love hearing those. Number nine, cardio burns more calories after exercise. While cardio does burn calories during the exercise, the myth is that it burns more calories post than strength training. And that is a myth. Strength training, particularly like my style of workouts, higher intensity with weights. Um, every day though, 
aren't high intensity. It's week by week, workout by workout. We definitely, with running, say you're on the elliptical, say you're on the Stairmaster, your calories burn in there. Like I said earlier in another myth, you are elevating your post-exercise calorie burn, contributing to fat loss literally by sitting, still doing nothing days later after you do one of my workouts at 110% effort. There's a difference between doing the workout and just doing the motions with the littlest, lightest weight, or you are working out with a purpose. And I highly encourage you to not waste your time just by doing the motions. Some days, some days we do, and that's okay. That's when the consistency and discipline is kicking in. And we have those days where you're just doing the motions because you have to move your body. But I want 98% of your workouts to be intentional with a purpose. You are lifting to grow those muscles and change that body composition. You have to do it. So worth it. Last one. Last but not least, this is going to be a shorter episode. I just wanted to talk about some of the things that questions over the last six months that I've gotten frequently that are myths, and I just love to do this. So myth 10, I have a lot of joint pain. I have rheumatoid arthritis. If you have joint pain, you should not lift weights. And in reality, strength training, when done properly with the proper form and my workouts can actually alleviate the joint pain by improving muscle strength and stability. I have a way in my programming, especially in 2024, where I'm hitting We're growing your muscles. We are working on your strength, stability, and agility all in the same time, all in the same workout. Sometimes you don't even know that that's the plan and my motive behind it. But I have had people who have chronic RA or maybe just starting having joint pain tell me, oh my goodness, Jen, with your workouts, I've been here 20 weeks. This was the one I just read the other day. Jen, I've been here 20 weeks. I've been doing your workouts, the daily workouts. My max weight is 20 pounds that I'm lifting, but I'm getting ready to get a set of 30s. I started with fives and I could barely do day one. By the first week, I moved to my tens and I used my fives for my harder days, like shoulder days and some chest moves, but mostly using my tens, fifteens, twenties going to get 30s for leg day, back day, and some of the other exercises you say. My life has completely changed. I can bend my fingers. I feel like I'm in my 30s again. My joint pain is almost completely gone. I don't notice it only when the weather changes. I do my workout and I feel a million times better. You're right. Movement is medicine. And your program does not have an age on it. Thank you for all that you do. You, Jen, are strong, powerful, and worthy. I love your program. I've tried a ton of other things, many other programs, and nothing is quite like yours. Thanks again. And when I tell you I read that and I had tears rolling down my face, oh my gosh, I... That's why I do what I do, guys, is whenever I get 
messages, emails, DMs, any way that they can be sent to me, please do. If you have a testimonial, I can't even explain to you how it makes my day. Big, small. Jen, this was posted in the group a couple weeks ago. A member, longtime member, said she always shopped in the plus sizes, always wore oversized 20 pant, I believe is what she said. She was shopping. She got size 16 pants. She was through the moon. That is a huge win. Even when you share, hey, Jen, I just up my weights five pounds. I've been doing this for 30s now. I'm feeling so good seeing huge muscle changes. I don't care what the non-scale victory is or the scale victory. I want you to share it with me because those are the reasons why I keep pushing and showing up for you guys and doing what I do and reprogramming my program to make it the very best for you guys. So I hope you can end this episode feeling more empowered, feeling more educated, feeling motivated, ready to go. I hope you have enjoyed some of these few myths that I busted. I talk about it frequently inside of my private Facebook group with my members, but I just wanted to talk about it again. You know how I feel, especially when I do my walk and talks, I talk about stuff like this. And I wanted to put it all out there for those who just needed a little pick-me-up. Thanks for listening. You're strong. You're powerful. You're worthy. I love you guys. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind to Muscle. If you'd like to tune into future episodes, don't forget to follow me on your preferred listening platform. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure and leave a review. I really appreciate those. Don't forget you are strong, you are powerful, you are worthy, and you can do hard things. I love you guys. Bye.